All right, and we're back with another podcast, the N85 podcast. Thank you guys for listening. While you're here, subscribe to the channel, bro, because, hey, like I said, I'm trying to get 100 subscribers before the year ends, and we're almost there, bro. Actually, we're almost at 50. I think we're at 42 or something like that at the time of this recording. But today, we have a special guest on the podcast, bro. Someone I've been actually meaning to get on this podcast for a long time, bro, because I'd like to think that you're one of my oldest friends that I've had, and, then, like, you're one of the only people that I could talk about, like, what childhood really is like, you know what third I'm saying? Third grade type Yes, shit, it's third grade, bro. This is, my, this is my friend Tokir. We, we actually up, grew up together. Um, we lived in the same apartments, and we I think we just experienced childhood like yeah. everything everything that we experienced like we both went through it like together and shit um and what cra- what's crazy is that uh i don't know if you've listened to any of these but i've actually talked about you on this podcast before for real yeah i i <laughs> well <laughs> like the longtime listeners will will know that um no all i talked about and all i said was that like uh basically that that we we experienced the same things like together as children like dude we started doing drugs at a young age and shit and it's because we yeah. hung out with like a an older crowd failure they were all <laughs> failures yeah they did as well bro we were what like fucking third fourth graders hanging out with like damn near high schoolers bro like yeah shit. all of, everybody was doing drugs like everybody was smoking weed yeah and, and it, drinking. we were there just like i guess being influenced by you know because we thought they were they were cooler and shit like that so we were trying to be like them and you know like yeah, yeah all those guys failed at life <laughs> like i ain't gonna lie exactly to they did they did as did and we didn't know that at the time we were, we were speaking before the podcast started and we were saying like that basically, I guess our parents, because my not my dad actually warned me about those people. My bro. mom told me that that guy is gonna get nowhere in life. I was <laughs> like, we're gonna be rappers. <laughs> like, I Yo, I forgot it. about I that, bro. It. Dude, that's true, bro. You did say that. I remember at one point, you were you were like so adamant. You're like, yo, I'm gonna become a fucking rapper at one point, bro. And I was like. I actually believed you. I was like, damn, these motherfuckers going to go crazy, <laughs> That's bro. what I thought. But Say kept lying, bro. Say, like, I learned when I got older that every story this man told me was a fucking It was a cap, like, yeah. Bro, it was just straight cap. Like, he might be in a car with me be like, I haven't told you by the time I shot 15 people. <laughs> like, what? Oh, what the fuck, bro? He said that? <laughs> bro, he's worse than Soldier Boy, bro. Like, he'll, he'll make anything. He's talking about, so I killed somebody buried him in the woods. I'm like, no, you didn't. What the fuck, I just seen you get beat up last week. Why <laughs> did you kill him? Oh, shit. What the fuck? Um, but, yeah, my, my dad, the thing is, like, um, what I was explaining to you earlier was that I guess we were clouded in our mind by the fact that we thought these people were cool, right? We thought that everything they were doing, they were smoking and shit. They like, was getting oh, hoes and shit, yeah, too. Like, I thought it cool. was cool. And my dad would see what was happening and shit. He'd be like, yo, don't hang out with this crowd and shit. They're going to get you nowhere. You're going to end up in a bad place if you keep hanging out with them, right? And I'd actually get mad at him. I'd be like, yo, like, wh- me too. Wh- like me why, too. why are you trying to, like, you know, tell me who to hang out with or anything like that? Like, these are my friends. These people are actually really cool. They're fun. I'm having a great time. But what actually ended up, I mean, it ended up being exactly how they said it. And that blows my mind because, like, I feel like this new generation below us and shit, because I was explaining to you, like, my, I have brothers, right? They're yeah. in the same age that like we were back then, so they're and going they don't they don't understand nothing. They don't, don't want to hear it. They don't want to hear because yeah. they're like, oh, you guys are some old heads. Like, yeah, <laughs> the shit that y'all went through, we don't go through that no more. Like, you know what I'm saying? All you guys' experiences, that's just like old shit. But they don't understand. Like, nah, it still applies. I think bro. it's actually worse today because like back then, like you know, we was like eight, nine years old. We were smoking weed. Nowadays, kids are like eight, nine years old doing like 
perks and yeah, stuff. Yeah, bro. Like, they have way worse. <laughs> all the new drugs and shit, bro. <laughs> they got fentanyl. I never heard about fentanyl back then. <laughs> Yo, that has, bro. I was like, what? dude, when I first heard that, I was like, what the fuck is this, yeah, bro? Yeah, they talk about, oh, it's cheap. It's very cheap. I'm like, but what is it? <laughs> yeah, and then, you know what's crazy? Like, and this, this was all, like, uh, I guess kind of put into perspective I, I saw some dude saying like on tiktok he was like bro back then in our generation the people making music and shit like that they were the drug dealers now the people that are making music they're the drug addicts that's a, and that, that, I, I don't know i don't know if i agree with that because you bro? got people like rick james like that is true. major cokehead bobby brown whitney houston like you know, michael jackson overdosed on drugs like you know like okay i, feel like, I can see that I feel like everybody i mean Rap, probably rap specifically, yeah, yeah, yeah back yeah, then yeah. it was drug dealers, but back then you didn't really have, like, a wide variety of drugs. You had cocaine, crack, weed, and heroin, and you're not yeah. about to do three of them, because three of them, you know you're going to die off of it. So I think everything lean. switched whenever, like, oxys, perks, lean. all that shit, lean, oh, lean. bro. The lean way was so long, I was just like, oh, my I've, God. Dude, I've seen some people get lost to that shit, it's I mean, it's fucking I, insane. I drank lean a couple times, but it was so expensive. Like, it just, it just. You fucking tried it, bro? Expensive. Yeah, yeah. I used to drink lean all the time. That shit is so expensive. Oh, hell no. Nah. Like, bro, like, it costs, like, the cheap stuff, probably, like, $20 for a fluid ounce. Like, just an ounce of it. And then, like, but you need, like, two or three, like, lines, which are ounces. And so you might spend $70 on a cup of lean. Yeah, like, I heard somebody call it a dirty Trish. A dirty trick. Oh, Trish, that's the new lean. They they oh, become that's the new lean, bro. I came out of prison, bro, and my partner, my pot. I ain't gonna say a name, but <laughs> no, don't say names, please. Don't <laughs> say names. I don't I, want this fucking video to be held <laughs> in some kind of court evidence, fucking bullshit, bro. <laughs> he, I see the like, it's great. Talk about six hundred dollars an L. I'm like, what, what the hell? Yeah, like people are paying like six hundred dollars for a line. Like Trish is like one of the new ones. Like they call it grits too, and it's like one of the more expensive leans. Like they have different types of lean. You got the cheap stuff. Which is like twenty, thirty dollars, and then you got like the very expensive. High. I'm like, people buying this shit from you? They're Damn. like, and so yeah, what's rappers. the difference? I guess like the quality, like it gets you like fucking all more of fucked it gets up you and shit. fucked up. I don't even know why somebody would spend so much. I think it's a status thing. Like alcohol, like, you know, all alcohol gets you fucked up, but like, right. you know, like I got, I got Duce instead of Hennessy. It's like uh, a status so thing. So the, I guess. the flex, maybe if you put it on the gram and shit, they'll like, oh look at him, bro. But he the got thing the is, though, people don't even know. Like, <laughs> bro, you can have a cup of juice and say it's lean. Like, yeah, I just flexed on the Instagram for two seconds. Now we all fucked <laughs> you, up the same way. You could put Nyquil in that damn spray, and people will believe you these days. People are so ignorant. Like that's true, bro. All right, I, I want to go back to a time of our childhood. Let's go back to the childhood. I'll just explain to you a story that you didn't even remember, bro. Yeah, there's a crazy. point in time where me and him were kind of like frenemies. That's what I called it. You was an uh, asshole, baby. <laughs> I was, dude. Asshole, I, I, bro. I was like, uh, I don't know, bro. I was, I was weird, bro. I think like I was a mixture between like a bully and like a, uh, I don't know, like a cool friend. I don't know. I don't know. I, I can never pick the fucking in between. I was one thing one day and I was another thing the other fucking day, but um. It was just so, it was really Tyrone that brought us to, really when he moved, that's when we got cool as fuck, because like, we lost our friend. That is true. So oh, after, that is true. But okay, so Tyrone yeah. left, it was just like, you know, we was, we were locked in, but before that, it was just like, shit, I don't need you, I got Tyrone. <laughs> like, yeah, that, no, that is actually very true. I didn't even think about it like that. It was, it was me, him, and then another friend of ours, um, and I, I was closer to the other friend than him, so I guess that's what kind of made me like, make you like a little outcast, like I, I just talk my shit, or like... You know what I'm saying? Like, make fun of you or something like that? It was worse because 9-11 happened. Oh, <laughs> like, bro. Dude, the fucking... 
Dude, you know what? And speaking about like generations, bro, these these kids now would not survive back then, bro. Nah, hell the, no. The shit it's that so we said to each today. other, the shit that we said to each other back then, bro, was fucking insane. The racist shit, bro. Bro, half the words we said back then, you said we'll get demonetized. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that means. <laughs> he said, "I don't know what that means." Oh no, but it's true. Um, <laughs> but there was this time, bro, when I think I just set I set you off so bad one time that. We were by our local uh, dumpster. So if you live in apartments, everybody shares a, a giant like dumpster that you go throw your fucking trash at. And we were near there. I don't know what I said to you, bro. But he went to the fucking trash can. There was a bottle out there. He grabbed it. He cracked that motherfucker. <laughs> and then he held it to my fucking neck. He was like, shut your fucking ass up, bro. I'll fucking kill you right now. I was like, yo, what's going on right now, bro? <laughs> I, I don't remember. Dude, I, fucking, I was shitting bricks, bro. I was looking at Tyrone like, bro, we got to go, bro. <laughs> Uh, dude, that was fucking scary, bro. We had—I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like in that, like that's what I was trying to explain. That we've had a, a rocky relationship, but uh, throughout the, the, our childhood years, we ended up like—I uh, don't know. Do, do you guys ever get to a point where with somebody that y'all start off beefing, and then for some reason y'all just end up friends? You were explaining a story to me earlier that y- y'all were gonna fucking jump somebody, and then y'all ended up being friends with him and shit like that. Oh yeah, yeah, it was uh, <laughs> me and my dad partner JoJo, right? And I ain't gonna say dude's name. <laughs> we was gonna jump because he might, he might, he might listen to this honestly. <laughs> so like, you know, back then he was kind of a lame kid, but now he's like super rich and like, you know, he he does oh, stuff really? like take. Like, yeah, hell, y'all seen him on Instagram? I was like, damn, bro, you were very successful, but he's successful off the wrong stuff though. Oh like, damn. Yeah, he probably got legit now though, but. And you said that y'all were running up in school one day, right? And this is after I got a juvenile prison, right? So, boom, I, I'm hanging out with bro ass. You know, we had the career, JoJo and me. And then, you know, he's like, he was Migo gang. Like, he claimed to be a Quavo nephew or whatever, right? So, he was like, the dude was false claiming Migo gang. So, JoJo was like, bro, I'm about to beat him up. I'm about to, I'm about to pull up and I'm about to beat him. <laughs> so, you know, like. If I don't go with you, you're never going to hang out with me again. <laughs> so, like, I was kind of influenced, too. Oh, so you, you know? did it out of, like, the, the respect you were going to get out of it. Because if you yeah, said no, yeah. then he would have been like, all right, what the fuck? You're, 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 not, you're not built like that. <laughs> you yeah. feel me? So, yeah. like, boom, you know, I kind of felt influenced to go at that point. So, like, we got in the Uber. We pulled up all the way. This is far, bro. This is from, like, Sugarloaf all the way to Burkmar. This is a pretty expensive Uber for a 17-year-old. Oh, damn. So, yeah, it is. Yeah, hell yeah. It's just, like, $100. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> y'all paid that just to go jump somebody? We bro? were scamming back then. Like, who oh, okay. You feel me? So, like, boom, we pulled up <clears throat> all the way to uh, Burkmar. We walked into his classroom. We walked into his classroom. What? And, bro, there was, like, 100 people, like, surrounding us. The APs, you know, the APs, they ran in the room. They're like, ah, what's going on? So I see the APs come. I'm like, oh. Wait, so take it back. So y'all, y'all, <clears throat> y'all go inside the classroom, and then what happens? Does he, like, just make a fucking scene or what? Yeah, like, you know, he got confronted. So, like, you know, he was just like, nah, big brain ain't like that. <laughs> like, you know, just scared. So, like, boom. You know, like, I see the APs coming, so, like, you know, I try to tap my partner, like, let's go. My partner don't want to go, though. He, he wanted to finish he this. Want, yeah. I didn't want to finish shit. I just got out of juvenile prison, so I walk off. I'm like, man, fuck this. I try to leave Dr. Pettis. You remember him? Yeah, he was, like, my arch nemesis, too. <laughs> like, <laughs> he was, like, my arch nemesis, so he was, like... Talk here is like, like he called my government. <laughs> like, I was name, like, bro. yo, <laughs> I'm like, I can't outrun these people. Like, they, they lock the door. <laughs> so I give in. They call the cops. The cops come to school. They're like, all right, sign this paper saying that you're never gonna come to school. Like, also, oh, you got from banned school. from our school from that point. I got banned, but I came back like a year later. Remember, 
Yeah, I came I, back six months after I tried to jump him in. Like, yeah, I that guess was, he seen me at school, but like you know, he didn't want to try this shit, mm. you know, because like I guess he knew who I had around me. Yeah, Matter of so, fact, me and him had a class together after that. Really? And but, then nothing else happened after nah, that? Nah, we was cool. I never had no beef with him in the first place. Oh, you were just you know? there by affiliation. But, yeah. like, <laughs> one tactic that I picked up, like, I'll probably keep somebody like him around me, and then I'll just be like, if I ever get down bad, I'll just rob him. <laughs> oh, what the <laughs> fuck, bro? <laughs> like, I did not think it was going to go that way. <laughs> I swear to God, it'd be, it'd be shy to be like that. Like, remember I was telling you in the car, like, people in the streets, they'll build you up to a certain position. So, like, you know, you're, like, livestock in the street. Like, if you're in a gang or whatever, like, people in your gang, they want to see you win, but they only want to see you win so they can take you down later on. So, it was just one of those situations, like, you get some money, huh? Damn, <laughs> bro. Let's, let's take it back a little bit. Let's 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 make our way there, because that's one yeah. of the topics that I do want to talk about is, like, the street life and shit like that. But basically, the reason, the main reason I got him on this podcast was because I think that... We took two different routes. You did the successful thing. I did the failure. Dude, we... <laughs> like, nah, bro. I don't want to put it like that. But, like... I mean, you know, I'm getting my life together. But, you know, it's like Naruto and Sasuke. Like, you watch anime? Oh, I f- of course, yeah, bro. Like, of you course. know how Sasuke, like, yeah. he chose the Renegade. <laughs> like, yeah. I feel like him. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah. then, and then you, you had the village behind you. Like. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's funny. Um... Yeah, so we both ended. We we both started the same way, right? The same childhood, but I went one way, he went a crazy way. So it's, it's gonna be it's <laughs> gonna be awesome crazy. now hearing all the point of views. Like, oh, what were you doing while I was doing this, bro? Yeah, I was yeah, over yeah. here getting A's in fucking chemistry. You're out here serving Smoking. time and shit, doing yeah. fucking drugs. But um, so I did notice we we did kind of touch on it earlier, but like uh, as a kid. You were really like heavily bullied and shit, right? Hell yeah, I was a Muslim, <laughs> especially for Post your religion. Nine eleven America. Hell yeah, I got called Osama bin Laden like every day. <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> bro. For yeah, you used to call me Osama bin Laden. I cannot day. say that, bro. I cannot. I cannot say that I did. <laughs> I cannot say that I did. I the me now does not condone anything that the me back then said. All right. <laughs> it was cool back then. It was cool to bully Muslims. <laughs> it was cool. <laughs> Bro, I'm fucking sweating right now. <laughs> it was um, cool back then. Right, right, okay. Out of all the things that people, because a lot of people, they not, they didn't even just verbally fucking abuse you. They fucking did a bunch of, they, they egged your house sometimes. They, they did. They did not ditch your house. Yeah, they did not ditch me, but I caught one of them. <laughs> like, I caught one of them. I put it in a chokehold. For real? <laughs> it was, um, what's the fat Dominican dude's name? I don't know. We're not going to say his name, but, but I think I know his little brother, the one with the oh, peanut I know. head. It's <laughs> called Peanut Head on the I know exactly what you're talking about, I bro. I caught him ding dong ditching me, bro. I put him up in the chokehold and strangled him. Yeah, yeah, I strangled that kid. <laughs> bro, so the reason I brought that up was, what do you think that actually did for, like, your mental health back then? Because I feel like a lot of kids, like, you, you see that, you only see that in, like, movies and shit. Like, all oh, people getting bullied and shit. But a lot of people don't think, actually think it's real, you know what I'm I saying? I've seen this movie, right? It's an Indian movie, though. It's called My Name is Khan. And it's, like, about a group, well, a family from India that were Muslim. They moved to America before 9-11. Then 9-11 happened. They killed his son. Uh. Like, some kids were bullying him. They were, like kicking soccer ball that which y'all did too but like it was because i was goalies <laughs> y'all thought i was gonna run away from the ball but i had to sit there and take it that shit sucked <laughs> but like yeah they killed him with soccer balls and stuff right which i did have a hard time believing because i've That's never crazy. yeah i don't think people die for soccer balls um, you play soccer? Do people die for soccer balls? Nah, that, nah, yeah. that's very rare. Unless you get like a head kind of injury. You know, Indian movies <laughs> do weird stuff like that. The like, Bollywood shit. Yeah, like they got some weird stuff going on in Bollywood. But yeah, though the kid died, right? 
And then, like, his family tried to seek justice, and his dad was, like, had Asperger's or something. Like, he was mm. kind of thrown. So, like, you know, like, they had to, um, they had to, like, get justice for his son. And, you know, like, it post 9-11 America, bro, you know, it's hard for, like, uh, you know, uh, a Arab kid growing up, you know. But how did you, like, cope with it? Like, what did you, like? I don't know. Did, was there? Oh, <laughs> you know I did what drugs. I did. Yeah, yeah I, that's true. He did I'll, do drugs. I was doing drugs since I was like eight <laughs> years old. Like, um, you know, but not only that though. Like besides that, like it was just like, you know, I guess at one point I just said I'm tired of being the good guy and I'm going to take revenge on everybody. And you yeah, know, like it just got to that point where I was just sick of you know trying to be a person of upstanding character and yeah. you know the guys around us were criminals. So I was just like, you know, I might as well get into what they doing. Like you know. Yeah, I've heard before that, like, a lot of gangs or, like, a lot of, like, I guess kids end up being in gangs because of, like, uh, their situation at home or, like, their like, everything around them is not adding up right. They don't get the love. They don't get, like, anything. So they feel like they need to seek that love or seek that acceptance from another place. And usually it's, like, gangs and shit or, like, a, bra a bad crowd and shit like but that. But, you know, like, the the guys we were around, they weren't real gang members, though. They were just, like, they just were, idiots, they were doing just... gang activity. Yeah, but, but without the were, gang. <laughs> yeah, but they weren't in the gang, though. Like, I ended up joining a real gang. You know, I'm a, I'm a vice lord, but I became a vice lord in prison, though. You know, it's from Chicago or whatever, right? But... The guys, though, in our neighborhood, like, they were, like, fake gang members. Like, you remember, he started off as a as a crip, and then started saying he was a blood, and then he started saying he was a GD. Like, he claimed, like, three different gangs over right. his life. I feel I like, like, I mean, wait. just as kids, like, you'll just claim whatever, just to, like, look like you're a part of some shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, I saw a lot of people in high school doing that shit, like, claiming shit, throwing shit up. And Bro, I seen a lot of kids, like, in our neighborhood, like, after, this is, like, after we kind of grown up and stuff, right? right. Like... You know how I told you, little bro shot um go right. Well, allegedly, shot, right. So <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. yeah, bro, like his whole generation, they're all crip. Like, bro, if you go down Arcway right now, all those kids are crips now. Like, it's so weird. Like, the whole neighborhood is a crip now. That's crazy. Yeah. Back to the mental health thing. Did, was there ever a point? Where you just felt like I guess I don't know like alone maybe like you hey just felt yeah like I was I was suicidal ass <laughs> like God I was damn. suicidal homicidal you know it didn't matter you know just anger just angry you know like I had a little emo phase where I used to cut myself back then uh, you know for like real? yeah hell yeah you know like just just dumb stuff you feel me but I mean you know like that stuff don't affect you when you become an adult though like cause you know like that's child business like you know also you do you not have like any like resentment towards like I guess I mean, even, like, people or, like, actions or, like, even situations of things that happened to you as a kid? I mean, not really because I don't remember half of it. But, you know, they do say, it, it like, trauma, you could suppress it and it develops your character without you knowing. Oh, okay. So it could be a situation like that. But I don't blame nobody because, you know, like, I kind of found God and, you know, like, I just believe that whatever happens is for the best, you know, like. Oh, that's good. Yeah, you know, like, I believe that, you know, struggle and suffering makes you into a better person, you know? Like, it's character development, you feel me? Yeah, because a lot of things, I mean... If you're comfortable too long, you become an asshole. Like, that's why rich people, they turn into dickheads because they're yeah. just so comfortable. Like, they just have no respect for anything no more, you know? Yeah, what I was going to say is that, like, I mean, a lot of things that I do remember as a child, bro, is, like, trauma shit. I, like, there's very few, like, good instances that I remember. I just remember all the fucking... The crazy scheming shit that we used to do as little kids, like didn't we you steal pizza back then? That dude, <laughs> I literally, dude, I was crazy. I was just talking to a homie the other day, bro. That we literally, I literally explained that whole story. We fucking steal pizzas and shit back in the day. You remember that one time? 
tried to like hit one of the guys with the piece of guys with a big metal stick in the bandit apartment. Nah, I don't. Like, but I, that's that's the story I told actually. Oh yeah, yeah. It was like me, you, and right, and like we we're at the apartment and we tried to grab the pizza. And he's like, I need the money first. And yeah. we were trying to grab the pizza yeah. and run out the back door. Yeah. And, like, he wasn't going. So we kind of panicked and we got a room. There's, like, a big metal stick. Like, and he's like, I'm about to hit him in the face with the stick and take it. I'm like, that's an armed robbery. I'm not doing that. Jesus it was back Christ, when I was, like, nine bro. years old. I was like, bro, hell no. Like, bro, we're not about to do that. We're not. Did you ever have, like, moments where you were like, um, damn, maybe I shouldn't be doing this shit? Or no, you're just like at one point I just completely gave up. I was you never like, had like that thing that switched off in your head. Like I guess that's like a, a I guess like a, a mechanism, like an alert mechanism. I guess maybe like a defense. Mechanism. When you know it's wrong and you just like maybe All right, I let me stop. not. Yeah, I have that now. But back uh, then, like you know, I was trying to be validated by everybody. Yeah, like, it, but once once you have self validation, it's kind of like you know right and wrong. You feel me? Yeah, that's but, that's very important that you say that, bro. Yeah, self validation. Yeah, but like when you don't have self validation, you feel like you gotta prove a point to everybody. You actually look more lame because now you're trying to find approval from other people. Like, bro, and that's lame. so easily spotted. I always say that shit that you can tell when somebody's like putting on an act, like acting like other people around them, but you can tell that they're not that person. Like you're not that guy. You know? What yeah, I'm saying? you know, like. I wasn't I wasn't a bad person. I was just doing bad things because of people around me. Like, especially when I moved out of Orient. Cause you know why we moved out of Orient, right? No, I don't. I burglarized. <laughs> oh my I burglarized God. this kid's house. <laughs> police caught me. Oh, you got caught? Yeah, I got caught up. I got caught up. I had like a PS3, some jewelry. I think it was fake. I don't know. Uh -huh. And like I got like, I don't know, some other stuff in the book bag and you know the police they pulled up on me i threw the book bag right so like they could they found the book bag it was like which one y'all had the book bag they're trying to get snitching you know mm. i was like in the eighth grade so i was like man fuck you i ain't about to snitch like right. Right. so like it was just kind of interrogated separately and nobody said anything so nobody went to jail and like you know they, that, after that moment i was like yeah okay you can never snitch because if you don't snitch good things happen like. <laughs> oh yeah only good things happen has ever happened to people that don't snitch yeah, perfect. Like one time, one time, right? Um, you, I started hanging out with Dan a lot. You remember? I do remember. You know, Dan got like 15 years yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, I like do. He's in prison like for a long time. But yeah. me and him, we was cool. Like his whole time in prison, you know, we was hitting each other up and shit. Like, you know, while I was doing my bid and he was doing his bid. But when I started hanging out with Dan, they put me down in like a fake ass little gang called 1508. And I just thought I was a shit. Like, you know. And, like, I felt like I had to earn their validation, so I was just doing dumb shit. Like, one time, we got caught stealing, like, six, seven cars, right, Gwinnett County. Cars? Yeah, we were stealing cars. Like, we would wake up, like, 5 in the morning, and they would, like, have their keys inside, right? Like, you know how you warm up your car during the wintertime? We would just wake up early. Oh, earlier. You're all <laughs> fucking early, bird, son. <laughs> we were supposed to be going to school, but instead of going to school, we would just, like, walk around it is cold outside, so now it's like yeah. we gotta steal a car if we wanna be warm. Oh my god, bro. The fucking struggle. Oh my god. <laughs> so we found so we were like five cars. I remember my first time doing it, right? I was with my partner. Um, I ain't gonna say it that yeah. he ain't my friend no more. I really hate his guts, but uh -huh. you know, I'm I'm gonna get into that later, right? But he was like, you get in the car first. I'm like, bro, why are you acting scared? So boo, I get in the car. I'm sitting in the passenger seat. He's like this man go to the back seat. He take the it's a baby stroller, right? There's no child in it though. He leaves. Oh, the imagine stroller. there was a child, bro. 
<laughs> Fuck no. We would knowing us, we probably would have left them like, you know, we would have took them out. No, we just like, just set them down. Like, stay in school. <laughs> yeah, and then you know, we took off with with her car. I guess it was a woman, right? Because uh, the child in the backseat. Not say single fathers, you know. No. <laughs> like, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure it was a woman's car. You could tell whose gender is in the car by the smell and like how messy it is. Oh, that's true, that's true. So like, you know, we took off and then Something bad always happens when you steal a car. Either a flat tire, you just run out of gas. Just fucking karma, bro. Yeah, so, like, you're going to steal another car after your first one. We stole, like, six, seven of them. We finally got caught, right? Because I was sleeping in the front seat. And the other dude, he was in the back seat. He was asleep, too. I'm the only one up. I'm on my phone. I see a police car come, so I start tapping him. He like, boy, we caught. <laughs> <laughs> boy, we caught. <laughs> we caught. <laughs> <laughs> it was no argument about it, right? So I'm just like, <sighs> so they're like, all right, guys, at five, we're about to break for it. So, you know, they think about the door running. And the police, like, he turned back, he went to the car, he was like, I just want to let you guys know that if you get out this car and start running, I will tell you. <laughs> he was all oh, like, oh, no, like, he knew he was about to run. Yeah. Because apparently those two got caught the day before for another car, and the guy in the back seat took the charge. So mm. they made us go to Gwinnett County Police Department, and they had us in like, Three different interrogation rooms, right? And I was talking about they talked to me. I'm just lying to them the whole time. I'm like, yeah. I didn't know, I didn't know the car was stolen. <laughs> like, they just picked me up. <laughs> yeah, you know. And then I was just like, it was like, so we see you got a burglary for when you was 14. Have you went to court for it? I'm like, hell nah. Like, so, so oh, you didn't go to court, right? Man, hell nah, bro. Because they can't prove. They don't have no evidence. They just found a book bag full of stuff and three kids walking by. They can't really ah, say nothing, you know. Right, right. So like, boom. You know, got down, uh, they opened a laptop. They're like, show me all the houses you burglarized. <laughs> what the fuck, bro? <laughs> they had a Google Maps. <laughs> like, I just pointed to a random house. I was like, that one. <laughs> They're like, okay, this kid is obviously lying. We're not getting uh... nothing out of him. Like, so they went to the other rooms, right? So I guess I didn't say anything. And then I look at, I look at other dude, right? He in his room. He crying like I see <laughs> you snitch. Like, oh, you know if somebody's crying, you know they're about to fucking fold, bro. Bro, I thought he was. I thought he folded right because like I see him in the room, like he like this, like he got his hand on. He's looking forehead. like DJ Khaled about to drop an album. Yeah, he had like a cup <laughs> of water. I was like, I was never offered water. Like, <laughs> and then it was like, it was like your friend's going to jail, and he was talking about the dude crying. I'm like, what? He looked like he just snitched. Why he go to jail? So, like, he got locked up for, like, 30 days off that. I'm like, yeah, 30 days for six cars is not a bad deal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, huh. yeah. Um, yeah, so you went into the, the scheme and shit that y'all were going. So, after school, you, you did end up doing, like, a good amount of time. Because I remember I, after, like, I, didn't, I hadn't seen you in years, bro, up until, like, re- I mean, until today. They, actually, you know what's crazy? This is the first time I've seen him probably in, yeah. like, seven years, bro. Seven years, probably, yeah. Because last time I went to school was, like, what, 2017? Yeah, so yeah, six yeah. years. Like you that. talking about when I got? Oh, I got convicted and sent to prison. You talking about that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, I I used to do like a whole lot of credit card fraud. So they found me with a credit card machine, twenty six credit cards in my name, and like a pistol, right? So, boom. I always meant to ask, how does that work? How how do those like how do you scam? How the fuck does oh, that shit even man. work? It's it's so many different scams, bro. Like. I remember my friend, right? Like, you know, I'm friends with him to this day, you know, and like, you know, he just be telling me, cause me and him did time to together in prison separately. We been knew each other for years, right? But he went to one prison, I went to another prison, and you know, we just been cool the whole time. But 
Yeah, I remember one thing he told me. He told me there's a million ways to scam America, and he wasn't lying. Like, look at the PPP loans. Like, you heard yeah. about that? Yeah, oh, bro, like, that shit had America by the balls, COVID-19, unemployment. Like, there was stuff going on that I didn't even know about because I was locked up. You feel yeah. me? And people were saying, like, damn, bro, if I was home during that time, I probably would have took off, you know? Right. But, like, you know, it's just like, um, there's so many different stuff. Like, me, I used to, like, call this phone number i i'm not gonna say the name of the no don't don't say any names bro please don't like but (laughs) but you need you need something called a merchant id and you could call them and like i don't know if you know this but all debit cards all the numbers on the debit card except the last four is called a card pattern right Mm. so all the last four digits you can move them around and all card patterns have the same expiration date so Mm. you could literally go on this on this uh Voice voice operator, I guess, mm-hmm. and like you could navigate through and guess card numbers and then approve it for a certain amount to purchase, and like you what? Could, and then we had a machine and like we would get like some hand sanitizer and a penny and we would rub off all the stuff off the off an empty card, and you could punch it up like yourself, like yeah. the ink, like the yeah, ink yeah, yeah. sitting. I seen yeah. that. Yeah, so you know we we would like make on credit card. That's just one way to do it. You so know? basically. If somebody guesses your shit, you're just fucked. Like you're that. fucked. Yeah, it's over. Damn, with. that's crazy. So you you could like, cause I know that sometimes you run it through like a fake like little thing. Cause I've seen on TikTok they take off like the, the the fake uh, like head of a of a what the fuck is it called? The embosser machine or the reader writer? The reader, like yeah, yeah. Like, it's you know when a, you swipe those, those ones. It's called swipe? it's called an MSR X six machine. Cause like what that does is that. Every credit card, a debit card, if you look on the back, on the black strip, there's, like, one or two, like, thin lines. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, Those yeah. lines are called tracks, and a track is, like, where the data is recorded. It's not the actual black stripe. It's the tracks on the stripe. You feel me? Oh. And so, you know, track one would probably hold, like, your actual banking information, and track two will hold personal information, like your name and stuff like that, date of birth and stuff. So you could, like... Get a reader, writer machine. You could buy these stuff online, bro. Like I know a hell of websites that I'm not gonna bring. Oh no, <laughs> please don't, bro. <laughs> like some no, guy, some guy from the dark web will probably come and kill me. <laughs> my yo. information, like. yo, please don't, bro. <laughs> so like, you know, like you could buy it and you could like swipe it. You could copy it through Notepad onto the software because a reader, writer come with his own software and you could just copy the information that you bought bro you could buy somebody's credit card for 25 dollars online and that shit that's was, fucking crazy yeah bro. that shit like it might have like two thousand it's like hitting the lottery like you could buy like 50 pieces you know and like 20 might work 20 won't work you know? right and then from there okay so yeah so say you have a credit card now right you fucking you went through all that process now you have it what do you buy because i think like, anything you could do anything with it like it's, it's it's a car now like oh so you were never scared because this is what this was went through my head because i've always found like no fucking, if you're scared that's a red flag they're gonna lock you up instantly you well, gotta, that's what i'm saying because i found like credit cards and debit cards on the floor before and like i've been like hell no i've, I've seen homies like go to fucking mcdonald's and just splurge the fuck out on some mcchickens and shit but the thing is like i always thought like if they know it's fraud I thought the fucking, like, FBI and shit was going to go in and see the camera, see who fucking purchased and then who did all this. Like, does that shit work like that or not? Nah, hell nah, because, like, this is exactly what happens, right? 
you get your credit card information stolen. Like, yeah. Our, one one of the credit cards our number was stolen from Houston, Texas. Like, you uh. think you think Houston police is gonna like try to pinpoint my location right. while there's people getting right. killed in Houston? <laughs> like, they don't got time for that. Yeah, yeah. And then you know, like, all this money is like FDIC insured. So like, that's exactly okay. why. Yeah, because a lot of people, because that's just happened to me before, but some fucking random bozos have took my fucking debit card information and then was it the bank of america yes <laughs> oh man that's, that's the bank that pursued i probably stole your information <laughs> hey shout out bro i probably copped you some food bro it's all good though <laughs> i probably copped you some sneakers yeah bank of america bro like their fraud division like was a witness against me <laughs> you know how bro. scary that looks when bank of america is pressing charges <laughs> <laughs> yeah bro I, you just hit them up but the thing is like they make it easy though you hit them up be like hey i didn't make these shits they'll be like all right cool and then they'll give you your money back and shit like that as long as you didn't give your information to people because this is another thing the other one we're on the topic of frauds i know a lot of people are doing the bank shit where i used to do that, that yeah. was, but i used to do it before it was like really popular yeah like, yeah now yeah. everybody knows about it you can't get away with it know, exactly like now now the only way you could do bank fraud is like if you talk to a woman and actually convince her to make a bank Bruh. account for you like you gotta lay some real or just like a fucking like, idiot that doesn't know anything about that doesn't have social media honestly like I wouldn't even say that because, like, a woman could know about it. But, you know, women do a lot of stuff for men that they don't want to do. So, like, you know, I guess. Oh, are you talking about, like, a girlfriend? Yeah. Like, oh, you know, like, yeah, 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 you, yeah. I guess if you lay that pipe right, like, like <laughs> no, I'm, looking dead. I'm pretty sure she'll, like, open a bank account for you, you know? Jesus like, Christ. Like, my, my partner, he does it all the time. Like, he'll, like, sweet talk a woman, that, like, into making a bank account for What, her. bro? Right. He does it for a living. Like, he's super straight off to <laughs> And then what does he do with that? Like, he just fucking, like, opens up other Fuck it up. He fucks up the account like all the way negative eight thousand dollars. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit, bro! And, and he would be like, "This is our money," but whole time it's his money. Like, dude, they made a fucking Netflix documentary of some dude that did that shit. It's called like the the Tinder Slim. Oh, I seen him. I seen him. Yeah, like he he his method was a little different, but same concept yeah. though. You know, he would like he he would like act like he was like um related to this Israeli family who was in the jewelry business. Yeah, yeah. And he would act like a super millionaire to take women out on expensive dates and then like be like my enemies are after me yeah i need some fucking money please or i'm dead (laughs) oh no hey man a lot of women these days bro especially atlanta bro you tell them your enemies are after you they'll just block you (laughs) (laughs) they'll block you they want i thought you're gonna say they're gonna help you now they'll block you you. (laughs) because they don't want the enemies coming to their house oh hell no they're like i can find another motherfucker like you bro (laughs) yeah yeah you know Cause Atlanta is such a generic city, bro. Everybody dresses the same, acts the same. That's true, but talks the same. And they think it's so unique, and it's like nothing unique about this. Everybody's yeah. just doing Percocets and dyeing their hair and getting face tats out here. Jeez. Okay, so we were we were talking about um how you got caught up, what you were doing to get caught up. Now talk to me about the time inside, bro, because I I know for sure you got some crazy shit about your time. Talk to me about your first day. Like, what was that shit like? Oh were you my fucking God. scared? My first, I wasn't scared because like you know I knew I was going to prison, right? So like I you know I asked a lot of people, cause, you know a lot of people been to prison that I've been around, so you know they're just like. You'll be alright. <laughs> <was the> <laughs> You'll be alright. That's the only advice they could give me, right? And then, like, turns out being a Muslim is a big deal in prison because Muslims are like a gang. Like, it's like, oh, what? Man, hell yeah, bro. You've oh wait, I think like uh, I think a. 
big population of uh, African Americans are Muslim, right? Like black people yeah, are. Yeah, hell yeah, especially like in states like New Jersey and you know cities like Philadelphia and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Like you got second, third generation Muslims out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Georgia prisons, it's got a lot of Muslims in it because a lot of gang members that might have a disagreement with their gang, they might seek protection. So they'll just hurry up and say, I'm Muslim. I'm Muslim now. You feel ah. me? And just run away, you know, like, I ain't gonna lie, bro. Like, you know, we had undercover um, homosexuals in our rank, you know, like. I heard, dude, I've heard a bunch of that shit. Like, people are like. I seen it before on accident, right? Like. <laughs> what the fuck, on accident? It was this guy. It was this guy. <laughs> like, it was like, I remember it was like seven in the morning, right? And like, I had a work detail to go to, right? So like, you know, I go over to the room to like, you know, see what taking him so long. Bro, he's getting head like by his uh-huh. roommate. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> bro, I swear to God, I ain't tell nobody because I didn't want to like have problems with no, the guy. No, for sure, bro. You so just... I just let him figure out on his own. But like he got transferred to another prison before he got caught up for it. But this one guy, he got caught up the worst way. Like, Okay, so you said caught up. So is I'm assuming it's not like a fucking good thing to be like gay and like uh in prison right people will treat you different right no no it's not even i mean yes somewhat because you know it's a large population of men it kind of feels weird when like some guys you know like you don't know if he's looking at you or getting off on you don't know what's going on it's kind of weird right but like there's a lot of i'm not gonna say the term we use in prison to describe them but it's a lot of feminine men in there that like you know take estrogen pills and oh yeah i've heard about that yeah they got like you know titties done and shit like that you know so like Guys like that, you know, obviously me being a Muslim, I will stay away from them, you know. But, right, right. you know, a lot of people, they'll treat them, you know, just like they treat anybody else. But it's just like be honest about who you are. Like if you know you're into this stuff, don't try to claim a gang or a religion that clearly has laws against, you know, that type of orientation. Because uh, okay. you know? nothing is wrong with that stuff on its own. Right. I feel you like know. you can always show people respect without like, yeah. like, uh. You know, even if you're not in agreement with what they are, but like you show them respect. Yeah, I mean, you show everybody. Because you're still human. You yeah, feel me? human. So like, exactly. Yeah, you know, like you know, like ain't nothing wrong doing business with them. Like you know, just don't don't be a dickhead. But at the same time, though, like if you know you're into this stuff, then just you know, just be open about it. You know, yeah, let, let sure. people around you know. You feel me? Or at least just don't. You ain't gotta tell nobody because that's their business. But don't make it somebody else's business. Because like, let's say you're a blood, right? A blood's not allowed to do that lifestyle, you know, openly, mm. at least openly, right? So if you're if you're into this stuff and you're saying you're a blood and you get caught up in that type of stuff and now the other bloods want to kill you about it, that's your that's your grave that you did. Because why did Damn. you go in there saying you were a blood? Yeah. You could just went in there and be like, oh, no, nah, I don't gangbang or nothing, right? And, you know, you could have your little fun with whoever. And, yeah, you know, some people might be like, oh, what? But... You know, it's better than you now getting killed because you're violating laws and stuff. For sure, you for know. Sure. So, um, let's go back to your first day. We didn't finish that. Well, so first day. All right, yeah, look. you walk in and then what was what's it like? Okay, okay. I'm gonna tell you from the moment I got off the bus. Yeah. My dumbass forgot to wear boxers to the county jail. Right? Oh God bless. I was that free, sounds like a fucking. <laughs> I was free balling. I was free balling. Commando. I, I, I wore some shorts with the with my jeans on top oh, because okay. I knew like I know the Gwinnett County holding cell is like two-day nap you know i went into all some perks and stuff i took oh a nap for like two days right so boom i wake up and they're like all right take shower guys and 
you know, the you know, you know, the county jail, you know, I went upstairs and you know, I did like a month in the county jail before they put me on the bus to prison. Right. They shackled the shit out of my ankles, bro. Like they put them on extra tight. So uh, I couldn't even the walk. blood circulation. bro. Yeah. So I couldn't even walk right now. I get on the bus and my ankles are hurting, but I'm not even trying to act like a hoe because like, dude, I'm going to the jungle right now. Mm-hmm. Like I heard stories about this. Place. Yeah. So I get off the bus. Right. They're like strip. So boom, I straight everybody's in their boxers. I'm like, um, excuse me, sir. I don't I don't have my boxers. Is it cool if I wear my basketball shorts? And they're like, <laughs> no, wear a towel. <laughs> bro, they hand me a skinny ass towel, bro. The shit what? was so small, bro. Like, that shit didn't even fit all the way. <laughs> like, oh, no, bro. So I'm like, oh my God, I'm being targeted already. Like <laughs> <laughs> I'm being targeted. <laughs> I'm not even inside yet. Fuck. So like I go, I go they, I go inside, they make a stand in lines and shit, right? Like, no talking. Nobody talk. Like, they're trying to act like dickheads. But prison's not like that. It's just our first day they try to act like that, right? So, boom. This guy was talking in front of me. And the police was like, what? You said what? Smack the shit out of his ass. Like, what? Smack the fuck out of him. I was like, oh. Hey, uh, so, I'm assuming it's like on some beyond scare straight shit, right? Like, like they, they try to, like, make the it first, seem like, yo, this is what prison's like. Yeah, like, you know yeah. What the, I mean? the first prison, every Georgia offender has to go to Jackson State Prison. Right, and then from Jackson, you get transferred to your real prison. Jackson mm. is called GDCP, Georgia Diagnostics and Classification Prison. So they put you in a cell 24 hours a day, and they say they classify you. And it's animal living. Like, they feed you horribly. You lose weight. Okay, so, so right. we just have to make another cut because the fucking cameras went out. But, uh, yeah, you were talking about your first day. Right, right. So I already explained the part about me not having no, not having no boxers, right? So, yeah, like, yeah. I'm wearing this skinny-ass towel. The shit's not really working type shit. And, yeah. like, like, it's, like, 50 guys, right? And we're all lined up and shit, <laughs> right? We're all lined up. And I'm the only guy with no boxers on. So I'm just, like, oh, you know, like, no, bro. I'm, I'm looking behind me, like, I'm making sure, like, nobody trying to see some. You yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, because, you know, boom. And then the police smacks this guy in front of me for talking. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, prison is racist. Back then, it would be like, all oh, white people hurting black people. Now it's yeah. the other way around because, you know, people watch. Oh, they're the getting their revenge. Yeah, like, yo, y'all yeah. with, like, shit for years now. Yeah, <laughs> it's you our know, turn. like, they watch the news and they see, they see the Tiki Trump shit and all this shit. <laughs> they come to work and they take out their anger. Oh, like, no, like, women too. Women, women, their women might have a problem with their boyfriend at home. They come to work and be like, you're a man. You disgust me. Be like, <laughs> yo, no hey, way. Hey, hell yeah. They be free picking the post. Like, it's nothing like the county jail. The county jail, like, you know, the police will get sued for beating you up. But, like, oh, in prison, man, the police will beat you up. There's no cameras. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because, yeah, I guess by then in prison, you're just, you're fucked, like, in the system. Like, you know what I'm saying? To society, you don't even matter. So it's like, why even fucking. Yeah, you, you know really, I mean? you really get treated like an animal, especially in this first prison, right? GDCP, Jack State Prison. Worst experience I ever had, right? So, like, boom, I got kicked out of Jackson because I pulled my penis out on the deputy warden. Like, what the fuck, bro? <laughs> For it, what? It's prison culture. It's prison culture. Like, if you like a female, you pull your dick out on them. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, you jack you jack off on a woman. If you like no, her, bro. if you like her, if you like her, you got to pull your penis out. It's a certain dominance. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, what the fuck is going on right now? Okay, yeah. <laughs> but I got kicked out, like, two and a half years later, right? Uh, so, like, boom, check this out, right? <laughs> like... 
my first day, right? So boom, they make they maybe take the towel off and throw it in the bin, and they like spray some shit on your pubes under your armpits on your head, right? What? Yeah, it's like something to kill lice and bed bugs. I That's figured, what they I figured, said. I figured. Yeah, so like you know, I guess it kills crabs and shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no crabs in jail. <laughs> yeah, you know, dubs. So it's a strong pesticide. It starts burning your clay. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, and they, no jacking off for a week, bro. Man, wait. I'll talk about you. Prison is actually the nastiest place because everybody jacks off in their life. <laughs> like, it's so There's disgusting. nothing else to do, bro. You just fucking jack off all day. It's so <laughs> weird, bro. Like, <laughs> so you got to take this 10-second shower, right? It's a 10-second shower. It's just water. You just, yeah. should just wipe the pesticides off before it kills you. And then, like, yeah. boom, you go. They shave your head. They give you some clothes. So, boom, you know, you get your head shaved. You put on your clothes and stuff. Oh, they shave your head? Yeah, yeah, because, oh. you know, of lice and stuff like that. They shave your head your very first day after they put the pesticide in there. Oh, okay. So, like, you're bald as hell, and then, yeah. like, you sit in the gym for, like, six hours, get your <coughs> blood tested, check your tattoos, check if you're in gang, and, you know, uh. all, all types of shit. They feed you over there, and, you know, they're just like, no talking, no talking. It's just like, <laughs> dude, come on, we've been here for, like, eight hours, bro. I'm about to say a word to somebody around me. I'm bored. Right. Like, So, boom. They finally send us off, right? And this is what scared me, right? They they handed me a ribbon that said E House, right? And I don't know what this means, right? So you know, I'm kind of like, right? You know, some some old guy came up to me. He's like, "Damn, you're in E House." I'm like, "What does that mean? Like, why'd you say it? like?" It's like, like goddamn Harry Potter, bro. You in Gryffindor? Yeah, bro? like you feel me? So he was like, "Oh man, somebody just died in E House." <laughs> Like, yo, that's what I want to hear. That's my crib for the next two years. So, boom. Nah, nah this is only six weeks. This is still the oh, diagnostic yeah, yeah, part. Yeah, you yeah, feel yeah. me? It's classify They classify you before they sent you off. So, boom, they put me E-House. As soon as you walk in there, like, everybody's screaming. It sounds like a madhouse, bro. Like, the Crips are like, career. The Bloods are like, whoo. Like, <laughs> the Muslims are trying to find you. You have the ghost face, the GDs. Like, everybody's screaming. They're like, who's from Gwinnett? Who's from Gwinnett? Yeah, so, present. Yeah, you know, I put them all like, I'm from Gwinnett. What's up? He like, you know, I'm thinking his beef was on. He like, you brought any cigarettes with you? I'm like, hell no. Nah. <laughs> like, what the fuck? So, boom. They assigned me to my cell. I can't find my cell because it's like 250 people, like, you know, in four ranges and shit. So, like, it's hard to find your room. And you're not scared at this point, bro? Like, your heart's not fucking beating and shit like that? I mean, like, I mean, you know, I'm kind of used to the gang members and, you know, like, I, I just... It's just like you can't be scared at this point because you already there. Yeah, like I guess, yeah. You, you're more nervous getting there than actually being there. You feel me? Because yeah, putting myself in like your shoes, like hearing this, bro, it's just like fucking making my heart and race. And it's dark as shit. It's dark as hell, oh, bro. It's hell like no, bro. two orange lights. They finally fixed it up. Now like they got paint and TVs and bright lights and stuff. But like uh. back then, it was just straight rusty bars. And, like, a bunch of green lights over your door saying that you're locked in. A red light means your door is open and shit. And, like, they had no TVs and no phones in there. So, six weeks, no phone calls, no TVs, 24 hours in the room. You feel me? You come out. Damn. Yeah, you come out of the shower, like, three times a week, five minutes, you know. And then you go out to eat. You, you go out to chow hall, you get two seconds to eat your food. Like What? Man, yeah, they give you, like, five, ten seconds to finish your whole food. Like, they're animals. Like, So, they, yeah, take, take it back. Yeah, you, were, you couldn't find yourself? Yeah, so, like, boom, I go to my room, right? And the room is super small, bro. It's like two bunk beds and your foot could reach the toilet and your head could reach the door. No fucking like, way, bro. And your arm could reach the metal box in front of you. 
And like Jesus. we started learning how to like like you know like you start learning that the police what they say doesn't matter you know like because the police aren't gonna try to stop you they don't really give a fuck at that point. So in what way like like okay they might be like go to your rooms right and like you be like oh, I go to my room and then like soon as you go to your room you could like get on your stomach and crawl out the room and hide and shit while your door closes. And what? <laughs> yeah, it's like you're outside your room now and like. People be smoking in there, like, bro, like some of the cell houses, it might be just straight smoke. Like, like I might walk by their cell house, I just look inside, and it's just like a fucking the fucking fog. Undertaker like, is in there, bro. Yeah, it's like <laughs> fog traveling. I'm like, what's going on in there? I go to the door, and you have people like with wicks in their hand. Wicks is like rolled up tissue with fire on it. People use them as lights, and like everybody is walking around the wick. I'm like, what's what going kind on? of initiation shit is going on? In <laughs> they there, right? they smoke like remember I'll tell you they got this drug called Tucci, which is like artificial weed, right? Right. And they spray it on paper, so somebody might get like a piece of paper and throw it over some burning tissue and say this. They go <laughs> what the fuck, bro? And they'll have like a seizure for five minutes straight. Damn, that's fun. That's recreation in there, bro. That's like, yeah. That's their recreation. Like, everybody be doing it. It's so I'm going weird. over to Craig's cell tonight and getting bro, a little wild. Bro, it's like Craig. It's like worse than Craig. Like. No, I said Craig. I'm going to Craig's cell. Like, a guy named Craig. I'm going to Craig's cell. I'm yeah, gonna they do that. Bro, I seen a party one time. I seen a, <laughs> I seen a party one time. It was so weird. It was six guys in a cell. And remember, your feet could touch the toilet. Your head could touch the door. What the and fuck? And it's bro. six guys in the it's already bad enough you got a cellmate. You got six people in the cell together, bro. And they're watching TV with the fucking tissue burning smoking. Jesus I, Christ. I'm like, bro. how are you having fun right now? <laughs> this isn't fun. <laughs> <laughs> what are y'all doing in there, right? So like my first night, you know, I just lay in the bed. This was I didn't get a roommate at this point, right? You know, he came the next day or whatever, right? And so boom, I'm just laying in my bed and I'm just like Alright, I guess I'll try to go to sleep Even though everybody's screaming So I'm thinking prison is like a zoo all the time Right It turns out after 9 o'clock, everybody shuts up <laughs> Go to sleep ah, after, I can't be asked no more after 9 o'clock Yeah, after 9 o'clock, nobody's loud ever again Unless like, you know, like Some guy just having a disagreement with another guy below him and They'll be like, fuck you pussy Like, they'll just say some random shit Like, what the fuck So, <clears throat> so yeah, that was your first night Now talk to me about like, going forward some of the wild shit you fucking saw in there, bro. Like some saw shit that is like saw and I mean whatever you fucking right. you're comfortable with right. sharing. Just did. the craziest shit, bro. Alright, did I stabbed a white person for eighty dollars? <laughs> like, okay, talk me to it, bro. What was the reasoning? I was selling him meth, right? And like he kinda owed me some money, right? It was just only eighty but he really he owed me like two hundred something dollars. He did a good job paying most of his debt. So people have money in prison? Like Man, physical I'll, money? Bro, nah, nah, it's cash up. Oh, cash what the app. fuck? They have cash app in prison, bro? Everybody has a cell phone. So, like, you know, cash app is the only thing that gets around. Wait, what know? the fuck? Wait, so people actually have, like, cell phones in there and they allow yeah, it? Yeah. No, they don't allow it, oh. but it's just so many cell phones there. Like, and, you know. Because, dude, you know what was crazy? I saw this motherfucker posting on Instagram from prison. I was like, how does this even happen, Every day. Bro? Every day. <laughs> I was like, dude, what's going on in there, bro? Every day I would post my food. I would post me doing drugs. <laughs> I was like. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Instagram made that shit bearable. <laughs> like okay. I ain't gonna lie, Instagram makes prison bearable. And that's why police usually they try to like turn a blind eye 
to contraband like drugs and cell phones because they know it could calm the whole population down. That's true. And then if you act up and get violent in there, that's when they'll come and like you know shake the place down and find shit. And then mm. everybody has spent like you know a cell phone is like five hundred, eight hundred dollars in there. Oh, you buy it from somebody? Yeah, it's like five, eight hundred dollars. This shit's expensive in there. Some prisons thirteen hundred dollars for a cell phone. And what kind of what kind of phone are we talking? Bro, we talking? I had an LG K twenty. Yeah, we're not talking no iPhone fourteen. My cellmate had iPhones like a motherfucker. He had AirPods in there. Like, <laughs> what is going, bro? What is this prison? Bro? I've never seen AirPods before. Like, <laughs> like, yo, this is what the outside world provides. Shit, bro. Like, he he got AirPods, an iPhone four. He had like three iPhones. In Room. That's crazy to me, bro. I had like a I had like an LGK twenty, but my shit got uh took by the police, right? So uh-huh. after they found my shit, I was just like, man, I'm never spending this much money again. I'm just gonna use your shit. So how does like um how does that work once you get caught up with that shit? They add time to your shit, no? Nah, they added six months to mine because I pulled my penis out on the deputy warden. Right, right, right. Miss Jester. <laughs> she was but like a not- sexy older lady. <laughs> oh, my God, bro. She, basically, what happened, he owed me like $50, $80, right? And like, I popped three Xanaxes, right? I still got the video on my Instagram like where I popped the Xanax. What the shit, fuck, like, <laughs> Hell, yeah. So, like, I popped these Xanaxes and shit. And, like, my, I, mean, I blacked out at this point, right? And mm. so, like... My Muslim brother, but I remember this shit. I just don't remember how vividly. Like, there was certain parts that I don't remember that they remember, right? But they said one thing I did. I walked into the room 80 times that day, and I was just like, bro, he's been owing me five weeks. I'm about to stab him. But they were like, every time I said this shit, they would calm me down. They'd be like, don't stab him. Like, don't do it. He'll pay you your money. So, boom, after, like, I guess the 50th time, I told myself, bro, I just keep talking about it. I'm not going to do it for real. <laughs> so, I finally did this shit for real. So, like, boom, I walked his room with a knife. At first, I'm just trying to scare him, right? Like, yeah, I just yeah, want yeah, my yeah. fucking money at this point, right? And this this story got a huge plot twist at the end, which you're not going to right? So, like, boom, I walk in the room. I pulled the knife out. I'm like, where's my fucking money <laughs> Like, I'm tired of waiting for my shit. And so, like, boom. I guess people see me walking in the room. So now there's like a whole audience outside the room. It's like 10 people watching me like do this and have this little scene. So I'm just like, fuck, everybody's watching. Now, <laughs> now I got to do it. Oh, no. My peers are watching. Like <laughs> I, I got peer pressure, right? So <laughs> They're going to be like, yo, if I don't do this shit, bro, they're going to look at me yeah, weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like another guy coming there, right? You know, it's, it's, it's my little crip friend and shit. He walking there. He's like. Where the fuck my $250? I'm like, you owe him $250? Like, you know, so the guy's like, oh, no. like, Oh, fuck. And he's on a whole bunch of meth, so he's really tweaking oh, right now. He's, so, ass, he's so scared, bro, because now he sees two guys in front of him. Bruh, somebody else come out of nowhere. It's my partner from Val Dawson and shit. He walk in there. He's like, where the fuck my $20 at? <laughs> and the most ironic part about it, the guy that only... Had twenty dollars to lose. Yeah, the less money. Popped the most shit. He punched him dead in his face, and what? then the, the, the crip dude kicked him dead in his face. I was like, "Man, I'm about to take the cake. I'm about to stab him." Y'all ready for this one? So, <laughs> I got stabbing him like, Jesus bro, Christ, they were beating the shit out of his face, bro. I couldn't even stab him in the face or neck because like his it was covered by fists and and kicks and shit. So I'm like, "Ah, oh, your ribs." <laughs> <laughs> So I start stabbing him in the ribs. Yo, no way, bro. 
That's crazy. Kind of want to like try to stab him in the neck and then like, oh, you stab me. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> Imagine you stab the homie, bro. Then he going to beat me. Up. I'm like, oh, hell no. Like, <laughs> I got to stab it inside of it. So, boom. After we get the done. The only reason I feel good fucking laughing about this is because of fucking inmate, bro. If this is a random person, <laughs> it'd be no bad, people. bro. Yeah, like, are we laughing at somebody getting stabbed? Like, oh, no, this is an inmate. <laughs> nah, he deserved it because he owed, like, three. I saved his life one time, right? Because, like, let me finish the story. And yeah, I'm going to tell yeah, you yeah. what. All right, so, boom. After we stabbed him up, right? I get out the room. They said I got, like, a whole bunch of ice, like, like ice cubes and shit on the tray. And I went back in the room. I threw it on his head. Like, wake your pussy ass up, man. <laughs> He ain't wake up though. He was he was knocked out. He was gone. He was out of there and shit. And then like, boom! After I did that, you know, I walked by my Muslim brother Ahad. Right, mm-hmm. I was using his cash app to collect my money because my cash app got shut down at the point because somebody sent me like you know some fake money or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right, so boom, I walked past Ahad. He was like, "What'd you just do?" I was like, "I just stabbed that man." Right. Yeah. So boom, he was like, he was like. Bro, why'd you do that? He sent you your eighty dollars already. <laughs> I, was, I was like, why did he say that? He could have just said he sent me the money. He he did not like what I. That's all oh, he had to say. No, so you stabbed him for no reason, bro. All he had to say was, "I sent you your money." That's all he had to say. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't for no reason. It was for my eighty dollars. I wasn't under the knowledge he paid me. It's been five weeks. Why would I assume now he paid me like five minutes ago? Jesus, yeah, crazy, man. Bro. It'd be it'd be stories like that where you tell people they'd be like, "Oh man, prison sounds horrible," but like. You know, that's not everyday shit. Like, okay, boom. This is the one time I saved him, right? I told you he owed a bunch of money across the board. Like, he owed money to every single gang in there. Like, that's such a horrible decision to make. Like, you have enemies everywhere. So, boom. One time, the Crips and the GDs, they was in the room. They they beat him. And then they was about to put a broomstick in his ass. Yeah. A broomstick in his ass, bro? They was about to do it. Like oh, about to do it. there are some thirteen reasons why. And I shit, was bro. like, and I was like, no, nah, don't do it, don't do it. Like, please, we use the broomstick. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only reason not to do it because nah, we use it. I didn't want to watch it. I didn't want to see it happen to it. Like, it's so weird, bro. It's yeah. Like, that's sodomy, bro. It's yeah, so yeah, weird, yeah. bro. Like, you feel me? So I'm like, don't do it. Like. <laughs> We need it. Bro, you get so much time for that these days. Like, you know, you be hearing the stories about, you know, people forcing themselves. Yeah. That, that doesn't even happen these days, bro. Because uh, they got this thing called Priya. You do that, you all right. You're going to do 20 years on top of your oh, original charge. Shit, man. Bro. Yeah. So that's like a thing of the past now. Yeah, it's a, it's a limited. So, so dropping the soap is a myth. Yeah, hell yeah. That's, <laughs> that doesn't happen. The showers are by yourself. You shower by yourself. Oh, Who wants okay, to shower okay. with another man? That's weird. Like, <laughs> well, I thought that was like more of a punishment that the prison system made you do. You know, you only do that your first six weeks. It's called a car wash. That nobody actually mm-hmm. enjoys those showers. They just hurry up and clean up and get out. And yeah. people are wearing their boxes in there the whole time. Oh, like, okay, okay. You know, they get out, hurry up and try to change and leave. You know, so check this out. Right, it was a guy named Kurt, and like he owed me like. Fifty dollars, and he was having like relationship problems because of the drug use in prison. <laughs> like his wife didn't want to send him no more money, so I was just like, you know, I guess one day I got fed up with it, and I just pulled up on him like, "What the fuck? My fifty dollars at Kirk? Right. I see you getting high here every day. Like I'm sick of it." So boom, he got down. Uh, you talk about well, me and my wife. We just, we just. I'm like, I don't want to hear that shit. So boom, I told him, if you don't have my money at five o'clock, you're gonna see some shit that you don't want to see, right? Mm-hmm. So I tell him that shit. 
But the problem was I said it too loud. So now everybody's like, ooh, <laughs> you better have his money. <laughs> you better have his money, Because the first time, you know, so I'm like, fuck, I got to prove a point. Like, <laughs> Why the fuck I said that shit out loud, I was trying bro. to say, quietly, I was trying to whisper this shit. Then I caught somebody <laughs> staring at me. Yeah, you can't whisper a threat, bro. You just can't whisper. <laughs> you can't whisper. <laughs> nope, not in prison, bro. You got to put your base into it. You got to put the base into the threat, bro. So I couldn't even whispered shit out like <laughs> so boom check this out right it's like 12 o'clock i see him keep getting on the phone right so i'll just keep like looking at him at the side of my eye like where the fuck my money at? <laughs> like are you are you on the phone trying to get my money like so boom five o'clock hit everybody comes back from dinner and shit right my mother's brother he comes to my room with like a small ass knife he had a baby ass knife his shit was like a deuce deuce like he had like this small <laughs> he had a butter knife yeah like, <laughs> he had he had a toothpick bro like oh, no. this shit was a metal toothpick bro. Yeah. he talking about so let's go stab but i had like i had like i had something a little big i got a picture of it on my instagram i used it twice jesus like, christ yeah so like boom I pulled up. I, I, me and him, we followed the white dude, right? We about following him, and uh, you know, I about to do his ass. His bunk mate came out of nowhere and saved his life, bro. He like, yeah, let me talk to you. Just let me tell you something. Let, let me, me tell, tell you something. something. Yeah, so you know, he like, let me talk to you real quick. So boom, I'm like, what's up, bro? He like, look, man, he's scared. He knows you and the other Muslims are gonna stab him, and he's, <laughs> he's been terrified the last few hours, and you know, like. You know, just just give him till Thursday. He told me he'll get the money on Thursday, bro. I guarantee it. If not, you can stab me too, and I will, I'll tell my gang not to interfere. So I'm like, all right, that's a good deal. So boom, Thursday come, I see him get on the phone. I'm just staring at him. I'm just staring at him at this point. I'm just walking around with a broomstick, like I'm you know I'm pulling up all the way to broomstick. I'm about to hit this nigga <laughs> in the head with this shit if you don't have my fucking money. So boom, goddamn. I didn't give him no time limit though, you know. On Thursday, I was just like, man, Thursday. fuck it. If you don't, if you don't have a Thursday, I'll just stab him Friday. It's not <laughs> like it's not a big deal at this point. Like, <laughs> I got so, nothing to do. Yeah, you know. So like, boom, he actually paid me my money, and then he felt, you know, he felt sorry for his actions. He did feel sorry about it, so things <laughs> to try to take his life. Now, now he started to feel the repercussions of the actions. Yeah, he pulled up in my room. He just dropped off like two hundred dollars worth of meth. Like he just gave it to me. He was just like, here, this is for you. I'm oh, like, and he gave you some interest, bro. Yeah. Yeah, he gave me hella interest. Bro. It was like over a month, bro. Like, what the fuck? So, like, yeah, he gave me like a whole bunch of ice. I was just like, dude, we could have worked something out like four weeks ago. No like, cap, bro. What the fuck? Like, this shit would have went this far if you just gave me the money, bro. Like, what the fuck? Or some ice or something. Food, anything. Like, yeah. what the fuck? You could have worked your dad off. You could have cleaned my room for a month and, you know, we would have been even. It's true. Yeah, Damn. Yeah. Knowing all this, <clears throat> What would you say to like uh, kids our age? Because that's that's how we started with the podcast, right? We we grew up together, we lived through the same things, but I distanced myself, and you unfortunately didn't. So, what would you say to a kid that's like going through that? You know, what I'm saying, thinking they're cool, doing all this shit. All right, this is the main thing. When somebody older tells you something, your brain's gonna be underdeveloped, so you're obviously not gonna want to hear this shit. Yeah. But the truth is. There's nothing new under the sun. Everything's already been done a million times. Everything's sure. been done. Like, nothing is new. So it's just like, somebody tells you something, at least, like, heat it. Especially if your parents say something, because they're the only ones with, like, real interest for your well-being. Your friends don't care about you like that. But yeah, 100%. Your, your parents, they telling you this because they see this thing happen repeated a million times. There's nothing new. Gang banging is not new. Murder is not new. Stabbing people is not new. This this stuff will happen before us, and it'll happen after you die. So yeah, you know, just just 
listen, do the lame thing because the lame thing ends up getting you more successful than the cool thing. And I'm assuming that your your parents would tell you all this shit when you yeah, were young and all the right? time, all the time. And we wouldn't listen, huh? Like they tell me too. They'd be like, "Yo, don't hang out with him," and I'd be like, "Nah, bro." Bro, half the guys we used to hang out with, they weren't even tough. Like, got beat up inside his grandma's house. Like, <laughs> oh no. Bruh, bro. Bro, this guy forced forced himself into his grandma's house, pushed his grandma out the way, no and way. beat up. Yeah, because tried to talk to his girlfriend. The then he tried to talk to another girl on Instagram, which was this guy's, which was this guy's baby mama. So this guy pulled up and beat him up in front of everybody. Bro, these guys was going out bad. Like, bro, used to lie about everything, bro. Like he'll just be in the car and be like. I killed a hundred people one time. Oh, and shit. Know, yeah, that's the type of shit you hear. Um, he dead now though. He died. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He snitched on like two people before he died, which was the worst part. <laughs> like, what is your um? So now that you're grown and you went through all the things that you went through, what is your relationship now with like your parents? You know what I'm saying? Like they, they probably. I was talking to you about in the car. Like they probably feel some kind of guilt. You know what I'm saying? I feel like as a parent, like me, I yeah. feel like, damn, did I let my fucking son down like this might be all my fault you know what i'm saying i mean they blame themselves partly because you know i'm diagnosed with certain mental health conditions so they're just like but they didn't know about it so they're just like damn we should have got him help a lot sooner but and they you know i'll be reassuring them like i did everything i did because i wanted to do it you know because at the end of the day, i'm not crazy i have a rational side which tells me that this is wrong mm-hmm. but Sometimes wrong feels better, and you know that's just case for everything: drugs, alcohol. You know, like the wrong stuff feels better for you. Yeah, all you the know? vices. Yeah, the vices. You know, and it just ruins you, type shit. So stay away from vices, especially drugs. Like drugs yeah. is the most detrimental thing you could do to yourself because it's just like you're putting your problems off on a substance, which not gonna fix your problem. If anything, you'll just d- dig a deeper hole. Hundred percent, bro. Well. Fuck it, I say we ended up on that note, but that was a good note. That was a nice, lighthearted shit, bro. I feel like everybody's going to feel that one, bro. If you guys like this fucking episode, make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel. And, of course, give us a five-star on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Tune into the TikTok. This, some of these clips are going to go up on TikTok. And shout out my boy Tokir, bro. I appreciate you for doing this shit, bro, and yeah, sharing all your man. stories, bro. Like, it's like, it it's a crazy. I'm pretty sure we're going to get you back on here, bro. I'm sure you have more shit. Yeah, More hey, shit yeah. to say, bro. I, like, I know you got hella crazy stories and shit, but... We're going to save it for another day, bro. Thank you guys for watching. Peace out.